Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. You know, in the chat right here, we are talking about Halloween costumes because it is October, it is upon us, and we would love to, uh, you know, have a good time maybe doing some biblical-themed costumes. Is that, like, blasphemous? I think it might be. I don't know. It's one of those things that's all relative, right? Because... In nativity plays and stuff, kids are dressing up as biblical characters and in plays in church. But I guess the argument would Mm. be, well, but that's kind of to promote it rather than they might accuse us of making fun of it. Yeah. Oh, if it's us. Okay, if it's us, then for 100% not allowed. Okay. By, by, you know, if we ask the church authorities, for sure. (laughs) Sure. Well, pretty much anything we do would not be allowed. (laughs) So if we were children, though, if we were like young children in some sort of, I don't know, fun biblical church. Okay. Yeah, festival. A harvest festival is mm. what we would call it growing okay. up. Okay. Oh, harvest festival. Okay. So instead of Halloween. Yeah, because you're not allowed to celebrate Halloween. And Got so it. Okay. You do all the same things that you would do on Halloween, but you call it a harvest festival instead. And then That's it's okay. That's cute. Okay. Got it. All righty. <laughs> so, but you can still, okay, you can still dress up on, ha- on harvest festival. Yes. But at least the circles that I ran in, you're limited only slightly in what you can dress up as. So nothing mm. stereotypically evil, like- Like a witch? Devils or demons or witches or okay. ghosts. Right. Yeah, everything else is fine. Captain America's but fine. But you dress up as a witch like on a normal basis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a normal I didn't day. As a, I did not as a child. Okay. Though I, I, I you didn't were not allowed as, as a child. Yeah. yeah. That was forbidden. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, people are saying that I should dress up as a lady. So I'm thinking that maybe I will try good. to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. There she is in all her glory up there. Looking down on us as always. She's our own personal Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty that. sure that song was yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. I Yeah. I just want to say one last thing from my personal life because this show is about me. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that yesterday I was interviewing someone who listens to our other show. I was interviewing someone for my day job at Sun Cafe and they said that they are a recovering ex-evangelical. Like they mm. were born very, very Christian and grew up in the Midwest. And then, yeah, basically I'm like, ran to LA to get away from all of that. So that sounds like it's, it's a lot of people out there. I thought of yeah. you too. I thought of you too. Funny, only slightly related story for me is that I was messaging with a customer at my day job, mm. talking about software stuff, helping him troubleshoot some things. And out of nowhere, 
He's like, oh yeah, one of these days I got to tune into your Bible study show. Oh, like, you're like, okay. whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't, the, in terms of what, like, do you know what it actually is about? Or do you think that it's about being in a Bible I don't, study? I don't, know. I don't know. But I was like, yeah, man, go for it. <laughs> go for it. You'll find <laughs> out. What, yeah, exactly. We'll see what he gets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I'm trying to remember what happened last time. Oh, yeah, the Bay of Pigs. It was the Bay of Pigs incident, correct. Yes. Now, as we recall, we did cast Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, as the demon-possessed guy, the guy who had all those so many legion of demons in him that did get sent into the pigs. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That prompted a discussion between my partner and I. I was like, I saw saw the actual We Are Legion quote. From Mark, and then he's like, "I gotta, I gotta watch that show again. It's so good. So, <laughs> so maybe that's gonna happen. But yeah, that was the the big thing that I felt like happened in the last episode. But we're moving it along. Yeah, that was pretty much all of all of chapter five was about the Bay of Pigs. I think. Yeah, Why are we calling it that? <laughs> we're moving uh, oh, along no. at a clip. Oh he yeah, also, what else? He also raised that dead girl. Uh, and the woman oh, yeah. touched his cloak and he felt the power discharge and from him. And he was him, like, which, whoa, yeah. who's touching my cloaky? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Who's touching my shit? Yeah. yeah I was just looking back through to see if anything else important happened. I think it was just pigs and healings. He told some other parables. Yeah. He calmed a storm. Oh, yeah. Didn't we get the sower? Didn't we get the, the parable yeah. of the sower yet again? Yeah. We did get someone who who commented on our Patreon saying, if I never have to hear the parable of the sower again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> well, <laughs> something bad like that. news for you. Because you're going to hear it a couple more times on this show, I think. Yeah. It, well, and I thought that somebody was listening to the parables and also was like, I don't know. What does this mean, Master? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, all the time. The disciples yeah. are like, wait, okay, so hold on. Can you secretly give the secret explanation to us? Because we don't <laughs> understand it. Yeah, nobody yeah. gets it, unfortunately. <laughs> um, what are you two drinking? Oh, wow. What a question. Um, I'm having a non-alcoholic pale ale from Partake oh. Brewing. I don't know how they managed to make it only 10 calories. That's uh, wow. a little bit suspect to me, but <laughs> I'm drinking it. That's impressive. Lovely. How about you, Jace? Uh, I'm drinking a Sazerac because I'm just still so inspired from New Orleans that I decided to do it. But while Dedeker and I were there, we took a class in Sazerac making. And so yeah. I actually like followed all the instructions and did it real legit. And I got to say, it's better than the way I was making them before. There you go. Now you know the true way Great. of making them. The yeah, true good way. Job. yeah, the true way. I saw the color of your drink, and I was like, "Is he having what I'm having? I'm just having a Negroni, which is mm. yeah, I, what is it? Campari and gin and sweet vermouth, and that's it with wow. an orange peel. Nice. It's very good, mm-hmm. very classic. Mm-hmm. Classic drink day, and then Dedeker just not drinking. Yeah, well, I'm that, headed- which is which classic, classic in and of itself, exactly. Classic. I'm going to my aerial class after this, and okay. so I just I want to be in the zone. You know, yeah, I don't, don't want to be compromised. Be I can't be can't be falling off of you know any hoop spinning in the air. It'll be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's like don't drink and drive, and don't drink and hang yourself and upside Lara. down in a class. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. All yeah, right. don't do that for sure. Alrighty, what are we reading today? What are we reading? Indeed, yes. Today we are continuing on. Oh my. My God, every time that too. I always forget that it opens like that. I know, it's just real sexy. Real sexy for the Book of Mark here. Yeah, it's very sexy. Yeah, 
So we're reading the book of Mark, chapters six and seven today, continuing on. Uh, actually, Eugene has a great title for this first chapter. He oh. calls it Just a Carpenter. So we'll see what that's all about. Like, I'm uh, just a Bill? Like, he's yeah. just like a Schoolhouse carpenter. Rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's yes, it. Yes, he's only a it. carpenter. Yep. <laughs> yep, totally. Okay. All right, as we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time or on the Lyra. And with that, <laughs> here we go with Mark, chapter six. went out from there. Where? (laughs) Okay. Period. Hmm. There. (laughs) From there. Got it. Okay. He came into his own country and his disciples followed him. Mm. When the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, where did this man get these things? Wait, what things? What things? Yeah. The things he's saying, I I, I suppose. Like the things in his head that he's spouting out. Yeah. His idea things. Okay. Yeah. What is the wisdom that is given to this man that such mighty works come about by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter? The son of Mary and brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? (laughs) Joseph. Wait, wait. (laughs) He has a Judas brother? Joseph. His brother in it? It says... No, it's James, Joseph, Joseph, Judas, Judas, and Simon. Simon. Interesting. Okay, I'm looking at different translations, and Uh each one has different names here. Of course. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so in King James... Because nobody cares about these guys. Yeah. (laughs) I love the name Joseph, though. In King James, it says... Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah, uh, J-U-D-A, without okay. the H at the end, and Simon. And then the NIV says James Joseph, makes it a normal Joseph, not a Joseph. Okay. Uh, Judas and Simon, and that's actually spelled the Judas way. And then the message says James, or we know his brothers, James, Hustus, Jude, oh. and Simon. Hustus. What? Well, Justice, J-U-S-T-U-S. Hustus. Interesting, interesting. Now, something we have not explored. We've explored the whole debate about how, you know, the Catholics want us to believe that Jesus had no biological siblings because Mary has to be a virgin. Other traditions are like, nah, she totally went and had many other siblings. We've never really explored the image (laughs) of- Many other sexual experiences. (laughs) Yes, yes. We never really explored the image of Jesus- growing up just with a whole passel of siblings. Never really talked about Mm, how they must feel when Jesus starts going off doing all this crazy stuff and taking up all the attention where they like, whoa, we never knew that he would be capable of such things. Or are they all like, ugh, of course, Jesus. There he goes again. I guess he would technically be the oldest. Yeah, he'd be the oldest. Yeah. He'd be the oldest. So is he just like a wise brother that's very like accommodating and sweet to all of his siblings? Or is he like bossy to everyone? And, and you know, does he keep to himself? Is he like a reader and a carpenter? Mm-hmm. He listens to like podcasts while he's car- carpenting. <laughs> while he's planing. Car- carpentering, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah. yeah, good question. Also, did he develop all of his powers later in life? Or did mm-hmm. he have those growing up? Was it like 
when you watch Superman origin stories and like as a little kid, he has to hide his superpowers or something. Yeah, yeah. Nobody Lots of important knows. questions here. I know. I who who's making that story? Should we be making like the extended the baby Jesus, Jesus story, story? <laughs> the untold baby Jesus story? <laughs> I like I love it. it. I like it. Eventually, the Marvel extended universe is going to run out of content. And yeah, start there you getting go. Biblical on us. There you go. I mean, they already kind of sort of run into biblical or other mythologies now and then. So it's really not that much of a leap. Which biblical mythologies? Like Well, like Legion, Captain. I guess. Just kind of like, you know, like they butt up subtly against, yeah. against mythological things. I think they usually use not Christian mythology, but other mythologies from around the world. Okay. Well, like Norse. Um, well, like sure. Norse or like um, the moon, moon guy. The moon. The moon, yeah, the moon the guy. The Egyptian guy. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. I'm totally uh, blanking on this name. I forget. It's moon, moon dancer or okay, something. I want to. Okay. Yes, moon dancer. Aren't his sisters here with us? Moon Knight. Thank you. They were offended at him. Oh, mm. Jesus said to them, "A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and among his own relatives and in his own house." That's mm. funny. Yeah. yeah. He could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Yeah. <laughs> he, okay. he marveled because of their unbelief. He went around the villages teaching. He called to himself the 12 and began to send them out two by two. And he gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them that they should take nothing for their journey, except a staff only, no bread, no wallet, no money in their purse. No wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to wear sandals. And not put on two tunics. Hello. Wait, sorry. Wait. <laughs> who's putting I don't on understand this reference. Who's to double two tunicking? Tunics. Yeah. Double is tunicking. Cold? What's is this a style? I think no, I think it refers to this whole kind of asceticism, minimalism. Uh okay. You Maybe know, you put on another the, tunic when the bottom tunic tunic gets like threadbare. Then you can through. get a new tunic. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. So you wear one tunic till it starts to become threadbare and you just put another tunic on over it <laughs> until that bottom one <laughs> just disintegrates. There you go. And then you've just got the second There tunic. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said to them, wherever you enter into a house, stay there until you depart from there. Whoever will not receive you nor hear you as you depart from there, shake off the dust that is under your feet for a testimony against them. Assuredly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Mm, right. They went out and preached that people should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed many with oil who were sick and healed them. King Herod heard this, for his name had become known. Is this one, two, Herod the second? Well, in this gospel, we never had a first Herod. So this is the first time we've heard of this guy, but this would be number two. Well... Okay, thank you. Herod relative one. Rel Re relatively prime. No, but no, but the no, but second. Yeah. But you were saying in this gospel, we haven't heard of a Herod yet. But there, that doesn't mean that the other one didn't exist. <laughs> Just because the wood, the, the tree doesn't fall in the wood doesn't mean that it didn't <laughs> that it exist. it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mixing metaphors, but you know what I Hold mean. Hold on, let me repeat that back to you. <laughs> Just because the tree didn't fall in the wood doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Yeah, Just because tracks. you didn't hear the tree fall in the wood doesn't mean that it didn't fall or exist. 
Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> there you King go. Herod we did, did hear this tree though, for the tree's name had become known. And he said <laughs> It was Jesus. The tree. John the Baptizer has ridden, risen from the dead. And therefore these powers are at work in him. Wait, wait, what? when did he die? Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, when did he die? Wait, when did he get risen? Did that happen in the last one? Well, there I think people are saying that they think Jesus might be John the Baptist raised from the dead. Oh. Which doesn't make well, any that sense. That doesn't because, make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's weird. Well, you know, in the last gospel that John had his head cut off, but that didn't happen in this gospel. No, yet, right? John didn't even did John wasn't even a character in this gospel. No, he baptized Jesus at the beginning, right? Yeah, it was like in the very first it couple like verses. First, it was so yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, but others said, it is Elijah. <laughs> others said, it is the prophet. Or like one of the prophets. Or like <laughs> one of the prophets. <laughs> you know, one of those. Yeah, I love, they're like, it's the prophet. And someone's like, which one? Yeah, like, they're like, there's a lot of them. Like, one of them, one of them. <laughs> but Herod, when he heard this, said, this is John, whom I beheaded. He has risen from the dead. That's weird. For Herod himself had sent out and arrested John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. Okay, yeah. we're getting the backstory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Told okay. retroactively. So we get yeah. this kind of surprise reveal that John's yeah. dead and then the flashback to how it happened. Yeah, that's fun. But also weird that they think that Jesus is John. Yeah, the timeline just doesn't add up. Unless John died and then possessed Jesus's body after he was already alive. So it's not like a reincarnation kind of thing, but like he, like his spirit kind of occupied him. Kind of didn't. Okay. Yeah, like a shroom. Okay. For John said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias (laughs) set herself against him and desired to kill him, but she couldn't. Mm. For Herod feared Mm. John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man and kept him safe. When he heard him, he did many things, and he heard him gladly. What? That is, what? I'm sorry. Okay, no, we're getting the whole story now. Okay, okay, okay. In a, told in a much worse way, yeah. in a much less cinematic way. Listen, okay, <laughs> this is like the version that What's His Butt from the Tommy Wiseau wrote. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. So he's just doing it a very convoluted and confused yeah, storytelling. Exactly. It's funny because I was actually going to make an argument for this actually being more like how a lot of TV shows are told today, where the sure. storylines are all out of order and nothing's yeah. very clear, nothing's really spelled out for you. But then if I imagine Tommy Wiseau writing it, then maybe not. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Then a convenient day came that Herod, on his birthday, made a supper for his nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, She pleased Herod and those sitting with him. The king said to the young lady, ask me whatever you want and I will give it to you. He swore to her, whatever you shall ask of me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask? She should have asked for half of his freaking kingdom. I know, if this girl has any any sense, any sense at all. Don't ask your mother, just like freaking say it. (sighs) Whatever. She said, the head of John the baptizer. She came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, I want you to give me right now right the head now. of John the baptizer wow. on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, but for the sake of his oaths and of his dinner guests, he didn't wish to refuse her. 
Immediately, the king sent out a soldier of his guard and commanded to bring John's head, and he went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the young lady, and the young lady gave it to her mother. She was like, oh, just what I wanted. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I feel like this this telling of it is more like the telling I remember learning growing up. Because okay. I feel like the last gospel, it didn't give all these details about it being right there at the banquet because he didn't want to embarrass himself in front of his friends. I feel like this one's given us more of that color, which is just so screwed up when you really imagine this story. Well, yeah, it's very screwed up. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm confused by, first of all, why does Herod care and why does his wife care what John the Baptizer thinks about their relationship? Like, do they worry that he's going to have enough influence on people? Well, yeah, that was the whole deal is because he was an influencer. He had like a huge TikTok following. Yeah, he was a big time content creator. And so Uh he was going to like hashtag cancel culture Herod. Mm -hmm. I see. And they wanted to get in front of that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they killed him. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I'm handing it off to the next person. Oh, that's me. Where are we? Verse 29. Thank you. When his disciples heard this, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered themselves together to Jesus and they told him all the things, whatever they had done and whatever they had taught. He said to them, you come apart into a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going and they had no leisure so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a desert place by themselves. They saw them going, and many recognized him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. Jesus came out, saw a multitude, and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. (laughs) That's very patronizing, I'm sorry. (laughs) When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, "'This place is deserted, and it is late in the day.'" Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread for they have nothing to eat. Mm. But he answered them, you give them something to eat. (laughs) I think think he's like, listen, dude, we're on the playa and that's not really how it works out here. Uh Like we're not Mm. really dealing with money, you know? Is that just like- Are Are you making a like- what is it, Burning Man reference? A burning yes, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm making an insufferable Burning Man person impression. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone who listens who goes to Burning Man, but that's what you sound like. <laughs> Whoa. I just like Emily's reading where they're like, bro, we should let these guys go eat. He's like, you give them food. You, <laughs> you, you give them it. something to eat. <laughs> I'm not lifting a finger. I have to do that all day. They asked him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii? Denarii? 200 denarii was about seven or eight months' wages for an agricultural laborer. Wait, hold on. Go and buy? Hold hold on. Wait. Wait, no, here it is. Here it is. Buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat. I see. Okay. Okay. He said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go see. (laughs) When they knew, they said five and two fish. He commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a fun throwback to like Old Testament stuff. Where we did a lot of like by, by numbers and by other numbers. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. He took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves and he gave to his disciples to set before them and he divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were filled. They took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and also of the fish. 12 baskets of bread? Is that what he's saying? I guess mm-hmm. leftover crusts and Le- le- crusty all that. rusties. Okay. Yeah. And fish scales or something. You know. <laughs> fish. fish no, I think the idea is there's still bread and fish left over that wasn't eaten. There's, okay. there's leftovers. Okay, nice. Those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. Immediately he made his okay, disciples. Okay, that's sorry. That's. That's end of end of that story. Cool. There's like okay, a paragraph yeah. break here in the other translations here. Yeah. So they ate it. So this is the start of his cool touring magic show where he does this whole loaves and fish thing. So I think he's going to do that again. Oh, okay. Because everyone loved it so much at this show. Do you remember that yeah. from the last gospel? Remember he did it twice in the last yeah. gospel. That's what I'm but saying. He's gonna yeah. do, okay. He's going to do it yeah, again. So we'll we'll see if he does it twice in this one as well. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side to Bethesda. Bethesda? <laughs> no. Beth Sidea? Sida. Beth Sida. While he himself <laughs> sent the multitude Beth, Beth, away. Beth Sida? I, I, I can't even get through the word, so. Thank you. Yeah, good. <laughs> Starfield. Uh, after he had taken leave of them, <laughs> he went up to the mountain to pray. When evening had come, the boat was in the midst of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them distressed and rowing, for the wind was contrary to them, about the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea, and he would have passed by them, but they, when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke to them and said to them, "'Cheer up, it is I!' "'Don't be afraid.'" So he's like walking on water just for fun. And they're all like, ah! <laughs> yeah, maybe he was tired of how slow the boats were going because they were oh, rowing so into like, the wind. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk, guys. This is stupid. <laughs> In the fiction of St. Young Men, it's because Jesus is hydrophobic. Like he can't swim and he's like deathly afraid of being need in the water. To swim. And so that's he why he's just like kind of forces himself to like walk on the water. <laughs> that's cool. He got into the boat with them and the wind ceased and they were very amazed among themselves and marveled for they hadn't understood about the loaves but their hearts were hardened. When they had okay, crossed- That was a lot of conjunction that junctions weird. that I didn't think we're gonna- Be together. Combine all those sentences together. They, uh, hadn't they were amazed. Understood they hadn't about- understood about the loaves. Like that happened and they were still like, meh, <laughs> sleight of hand. Uh, okay. Oh, I see. They thought it was a magic trick. Maybe yeah. that's why he does it a second time. To be like, no, 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 guys, watch closely this time. <laughs> watch closely. A million loaves. <laughs> uh, when they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. When they had come out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him and ran around that whole region and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages or into cities or in the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch just the fringe of his garment and as many as touched him were made well. Wow. But don't do it without him knowing because he'll get mad at you. Well, he will know. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, don't know. think that you can sneak. Right. Who touched my garment? <laughs> you can't sneak a touch on that garment. No way. Nuh-uh. No way. <laughs> okay, is that it? All right. We're going to take a quick break to fill some drinks and talk about how you can support this show. The best thing you can do is just tell your friends about it. We would love to have more of you here at the live shows on Thursdays. They're a ton of fun. And uh, even while the three of us are in Asia for a few months, we're going to be continuing to do it at the same time. It'll just be morning for us. So join us for some morning drinks or some evening drinks, whatever it is that you're into. And uh, just bring your friends around, have a fun time, you know, light a, a bonfire maybe, gather around the podcast machine out by the bonfire, bring all your friends around, maybe Blasted on a boombox outside of your crush's house. Wow. There's lots of different options here for how you can spread the word If they're the into that about. sort of thing. If they're into it. Yeah, don't be a creep about it. But like, yeah. if, if you think they'll enjoy it, maybe go, go play it for them. And uh, also, if you want to go the extra mile to support this show, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you for being a parishioner there, we have personal toasts on the show, early releases of episodes, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our uh, blessings and affections and fish scales. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. All right. And now it is time for Mark, a chapter seven. Whoa. Eugene has a title for this one called The Source of Your Pollution. Ew, ew, ew. Oh, oh. Oh, sounds, sounds like, like a lyric a, from some kind of... Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like a love song by... The source of the pollution. I don't know, by who? Yeah, like My Chemical by Romance like or something Manson like Marilyn Manson or something, oh, I was yeah. going to okay, say. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mark chapter seven. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now... When they saw some of his disciples eating bread with defiled, that is, unwashed hands, they found fault. Uh Uh-oh. Parentheses, for the Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat unless they wash their hands and forearms, holding to the tradition of the elders. Wow, forearms, like we're going into surgery, goodness. Yeah. They don't eat when they come from the marketplace unless they bathe themselves. And there are many other things which they have received to hold to. Washings of cups, pitchers, bronze vessels, and couches. Washing of couches? <laughs> what? Got to do a Washing steam clean of, of your couches before you, before you Does, eat. Oh, oh, what I would not give if Eugene uses the word steam clean. That would be pretty amazing. Okay, let's see. Amazing. Let's see. What I would not give. Um, let's see. Would never eat a meal without going through the motions of a ritual hand washing. He's throwing some shade right away at the Pharisees here. Hmm. with an especially vigorous scrubbing if they had just come from the market to say nothing of the scourings they'd give to jugs and pots and pans. He just left out couches entirely. Talk about the couch? No couches. Coward, Eugene. You're a coward. Okay. (laughs) Yes. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why don't your disciples walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with unwashed hands? He answered them, Tommy Wiseau, right. He answered them, Well, Isaiah did prophecy of you hypocrites, as it is written, the people the people honors me with their lips, <laughs> but their heart is far from me, but in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. 
<laughs> also, Jace, I'm sorry. I need to say something yet again because oh, people no. have said this in the chat oh, the past no. few times, but it's prophesy. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, you're right. You're just, right. Just before somebody else sounds off in the chat yet again. No, don't want to get canceled. Over <laughs> don't over prophesying or prophesying. <laughs> mm-hmm. All these influencers out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? Okay. Yes. Hypocrites. As it is written. Okay. End of that quote from Isaiah. For you set aside the commandments of God, Mark. He didn't say Mark there. The commandment of God and hold tightly to the tradition of men. The washing of pitchers and cups that you do many other such things. He said to them, Full well do you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and mother. And he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is Corbin. Corbin Dallas. Corbin is a Uh, Hebrew word for an offering devoted to God. Okay. Okay. That is to say, given to God. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. Nice. I don't know yeah. what he's saying, but I'll just. I, I vaguely remember this from the last gospel, but he's saying something about like you're doing these traditions, but then you end up disrespecting your mother and father because you're putting a tradition of tithing before just doing what's right and taking care of your parents, I think is how I read it. Okay. Before. Huh. See, he goes on to say, then you no longer allow oh, him okay, to do no, anything for yes. his father and mother. Yes, I remember now in the last gospel that it was, yeah, people who are prioritizing using their excess money for tithing rather than for taking care of their parents. Mm. I think actually here he's even saying like, you, the Pharisees, are telling this person, don't give your money to your parents, give it to the synagogue it, instead. Sure, sure. Interesting. Yeah. Right, because he says, then you no longer allow him to do anything for his father and mother, making void the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down. You do many things like this. (laughs) And and other stuff. You suck. (laughs) He called all the multitude to himself and said to them, hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing from outside of the man that going into him can defile him. Um, Interesting. I would argue with that, but I mean, what about cyanide? What about arsenic? What about lead poisoning? Well, he's talking about defiling them more in like a spiritual sense, I think, rather than. Oh, there's plenty of that too. Trust me. I mean, there are plenty of things that can go in you that can defile you. That can defile you spiritually, emotionally, financially. (laughs) Trust me on this. All right. Are you thinking like drugs? Is that what you're? Is that what you're getting at? Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Penis? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, according to Jesus, there is nothing from outside of the man that going into him can defile him. Great. but Well, they didn't have like that many drugs back then. They didn't have microplastics back then. Oh, microplastics. That's what we're getting at. Got it. They didn't have any plastics at all, actually. So, sure. You're right. But Micro or otherwise. The things which proceed out of the man are those that defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered into a house, away from the multitude, his disciples asked him about the parable. 
Like, he so said what? to them, what the hell does that, that mean? All, yeah, what was that all about back there? <laughs> he said to them, are you thus without understanding also? Don't you perceive that whatever goes into the man from outside can't defile him? Because it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, then into the latrine. <laughs> thus wait, hold making on. Wait, all hold food wait, clean. Hold did it actually say, it that? say that? Yes, yes. It actually what? says that. What? The uh, Bible mentions wait. the latrines? Uh-huh. I mean, this translation does. The oh, latrines. Thus making all foods clean? What? I don't know if that's what how that works. What does that, that even works? mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that they understand, like... What does Eugene say? What does Eugene say? system of d- yeah. digestion. Oh, does he... Oh, gosh. Oh, God, what does he say? So Eugene says, it doesn't enter your heart, but your stomach works its way through the intestines, and is finally flushed. Okay, Eugene. And then in parentheses, he says, that took care of dietary quibbling. Jesus was saying that all foods are fit to eat. But they're not. Well, I mean... <laughs> Listen, okay, the other day, I'm just going to say... I'm really scared <laughs> with what story you're going to tell right now. Yeah. At work, no, yeah. yesterday at work, I ordered something after I did all of these like different freaking interviews and I ordered some food and the kitchen gave me like a waffle that was for that was expired and I could taste it because I'm sorry I've worked there for 11 years and I know what it freaking tastes like and I was like this tastes sour and then they looked and they realized it was expired so I'm just saying Jesus that not everything is fit for eating including my expired waffle so are you telling me wow. that those waffles are not fresh made? Well, that one wasn't. They the batter was expired. I see. They they had oh. a new batter and they were like, "Whoops," because I told them like this tastes like literal shit. <laughs> it, it just tasted really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> Yeah, gosh, that's okay. not a good advertisement for your no. cafe. Not, no, no, it is not. I was very, very upset about the whole freaking thing, gosh. top to bottom. They made me wow. another one with the good waffle mixture, but I was like, I'm sorry, WTF. So anyways, Jesus, no. Okay, okay. It, <laughs> to go back though to, I do remember as a kid, you know, one of the lessons that you're taught about Christianity is that, you know, Jesus comes along and kind of makes it so we don't have to do all the rules that the Jews had to do. And like, this is, I think, the only case where I've actually seen him back that up by saying, Mm -hmm. at least in the Gospels, right? Where he's saying, yeah, no, the the whole clean, unclean thing, it's all poopy in the end, so just go for it, (laughs) you know? I mean, sure. Like, I hear what he's getting at, but there are things... (laughs) like contaminants and expired waffles is all that I'm saying. Sure, sure, sure. He went on. What comes out of a person is what defiles them. Wait, wrong translation. That which (laughs) proceeds out of the man, that defiles the man. (laughs) I knew that made too much sense. (laughs) For from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, sexual sins, murders, thefts, covetings, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. It's a long list. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. From there, he arose and went away into the borders of Tyre and Sidon. He entered into a house and didn't want anyone to know it, but 
He couldn't escape notice. Wait, hold on. He snuck. Is this is this saying like Jesus snuck into, into someone's house? <laughs> I think what is what this? Is random and weird. Okay. What? Okay. I'm I'm sorry that we keep calling on Eugene so much, but I'm I'm just like, how does Eugene parse that out? How is he like? Um, just, is this breaking wow. and entering? What is going on? It sounds like it's yeah. breaking and entering. How am I going to make this sound better? This just like, says this wasn't an issue. He he entered a house where he didn't think he would be found, but he couldn't escape notice. Oh, so like a safe house. Like he's trying to have his sunglasses uh, on and like be on the DL because he's a celebrity now. Right. Not that he okay. broke into somebody's house. I mean. <laughs> but was bad still, at it because of course they noticed. Yeah, I'm, still unclear to me how that actually <laughs> went down. I'm actually curious. I want to check something here real quick. Yes. For, I want to see what Tyndale has to say. Mm-hmm. And from thence he rose and went into ye borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house. And like wo- Link. And, just going yeah, just unceremoniously into anyone's old house. <laughs> broke some pots. While they're sleeping. Yeah. Yes. Entered into an house and wold that no man shouldn't have known. <laughs> but he could uh-huh. not be hide. If he could not be hide. Should <laughs> So no man should have known. That's that's S H N L D. No vowels at all in this. No vowels. Here. Gosh. Well, I'm sorry. What does that even? What? Should have known. But he could not to be hide. For a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, having heard of him, came and fell down at his feet. Now, and what does an unclean spirit even mean? I've, we've, I think we've always been chalking it up to some kind of mental illness okay. that is socially unacceptable. Right. Got it. Now, the woman was a Greek, a oh. Syrophoenician by race. Oof. Gotta get that yeah. checked out. Oof. She she begged him that he would cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first, for it is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Oh, right. This story. But yeah. the, the fast-talking lady, yeah. No. So they fed her first? Yeah, it is weird that he, like, she asked about her daughter, and then he says, let the children be filled first. I think the wording was different in Matthew in terms of the way that he... Rebukes her here. Like other children? What is he talking about? It was, about? no, yeah. The way the story went down the first time around is Jesus is basically saying, no, you're a Greek. Like, why would I take good bread for the kiddos and give it to oh. a dog, which is what you are? Jeez. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But she answered him, yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Hmm. He said to her, for this saying... Go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. Oh, okay. So he loved it. He loves wordplay. <laughs> she went away to her house and found the child having been laid on the bed with the demon gone out. Great. Yeah, happy ending. It was a weird telling of that story this time. Yeah. I felt like Matthew's was better. Yeah, again, I mean, it's fun. I feel like most of the stories, I think I've preferred Mark's telling of them, but this one, I think Matthew's was better. It was a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Again, he departed from the borders of Tyre and Sidon and came to the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the reason of Decapolis. Where? That's cool. Never heard of that place. 
Decapolis. They brought him to one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. They begged him to lay his hands on him. He took him aside from the multitude privately and put his fingers into his ears and he spat and touched his tongue. Ew. That's extremely weird. What I is... think he spit on this guy's tongue. Ew. Ew. That's how I read that. Ew. Ew. Let me see what Eugene says. This is interesting. Uh, but he did it privately. That's even worse. That is even yeah. worse. It's not great. I don't know why. It's not great it, all the way ew. around. Yeah, Eugene says he took the man off by himself, put his fingers in the man's ears, and some spit on the man's tongue. Okay. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Can he... I, People are just touching his garment and they're fine. Why does he know, have to spit in this guy's mouth? Yeah. Why? Why this? Mouth stuff. I think he just wanted to. Yeah, that is... But, okay, hold on. What it sounds this guy's, like. This guy's deaf. How is he even conveying to this man what's about to happen? Um. Well, no, it says they brought him one who was deaf. Yes. And had an impediment in his speech. So I'm assuming the other people were like, yo... This dude can't hear and also doesn't speak. Okay, but yes, I okay, but imagine that you, Jace, yeah, you mm-hmm. know that you have to the only way yeah. you can heal this deaf man yeah. Yeah. who also has an impediment yeah. is to put your fingers in his spit ears and spit in his, in his mouth. mouth. And you don't know any sign language. You're at a time mm-hmm. where sign language probably doesn't really formally exist. Right, right. How are you gonna get him to cooperate with what you're about to do? Uh I mean, I'm assuming if I'm Jesus, I just have such power of charisma that he just kind of goes with it, you know? Cool. Or you surprise him. I mean, sticking the fingers in his ears. Okay, you stick your fingers in his ears and he's like, what? And opens his mouth and then you're like, Ew, I hate this. Maybe the spit was like the speech that he was giving him. Jesus was like, from my body to yours with my spit. Yeah. I'm just spit. mouth stuff. Falling here. Ew. I like I like the idea that actually maybe Jesus was into this guy, kind of took him away. Yeah, and kind of I like that too. Held him by but the sides of the head and, and did like a French kiss. But and then without the consent, telling later, it's not great. No, I think they were both into it. They're they're having a good time. Okay, okay. But right, then the disciples right. were like, "Whoa!" Uh, he uh, stuck his fingers in his ears and and spit in his mouth. That's that's what happened. Don't even worry about it. Maybe I they see. were uncomfortable. People were like, it looked like it. they were making out. And they're like, no, 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 no. That, Mm-mm. no. Yeah. I, I, I understand why you would think that. Yeah. A lot of people do. But I can tell you, I've been rolling with this guy for years now that this is this is actually what's happening. Trust me on this yeah. one. Yeah, he only does the kissing stuff with us, not with other people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he do it with all the disciples? Is that what you're insinuating? That is what I'm insinuating, yes. He's Hi. shipping. <laughs> I'm shipping. Keep shipping. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is actually based on a, a talk that I attended when I was in college. Oh. Oh. From oh. this guy who was a very impressionable age. A impressionable <laughs> age. Uh, I think he was a Catholic priest or maybe a former Catholic priest at this point who t- teaches a lot about homosexuality in the Bible. And one of the things that he talked about in that talk that he gave, I don't even remember. I think this was just like a guest lecture, not even for a class or anything. But he came in and talked about this. And he was saying that, yeah, actually at this time in this area, men fooling around with each other was a pretty normal thing. So he's like, well, so there's actually was a, a really normal... good chance that Jesus and the disciples got it on. Yeah, I mean, it was a normal thing like for a lot of years after this too. Like, in many Romans, cultures. Yeah. yeah. Many cultures. Yeah. 
and that the whole homophobia thing didn't happen until much later, actually. Yeah, of it course. Just sort of Probably like, yeah, whatever. Republicans created it or something. <laughs> but, sure, sure. I think that's giving him way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this, I think, I think it Fine. existed. Yeah. It was the, the topic of it was about how the word homosexuality wasn't even created mm. until just a couple hundred years ago. And so anyone who translates the Bible and uses that word is kind of inherently being inaccurate because that just wasn't even a concept that existed. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, I digress. So he plugged this guy's ears and spit or maybe make, made out with him. Mm-hmm. He uh, did that. 34. Touched his tongue. Looking up to heaven, he with sighed. His tongue. <sighs> he sighed and said to him, Ephrathah. What? That is, be opened. Immediately, his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was released, (laughs) and he spoke clearly. He commanded them that they should tell no one. But the more... Um, So he wants to keep it a secret. Don't talk about this makeout session. But the more he commanded Don't talk about our affair. (laughs) So much more widely they proclaimed it. They were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. Wink. He makes even the deaf hear and the mute speak. Oh, that's like um, Mary Did You Know, which is a horrible song, by the way. Yes. It is a terrible song. We know. Uh, I... Never heard this story. I well, now don't. You have. I never heard the specifics of fingers <laughs> in the ears and spitting on the tongue. They glossed over that one, like they yeah, glossed I, over I so many things did. in Sunday school. I bet they did. <laughs> oh, they can't boy. really keep up that facade of like there's no gay stuff in the Bible, <laughs> right? If they're talking about this Jesus making out with this dude, it does seem like it. You were if you're sharing, sharing that story with children, you are directly asking them to recreate it. Oh, for After sure, Sunday right? School. Yeah. Stick my fang- your fingers in my ear and <laughs> heal touch my, my mouth, and I'll spit I, into it. I can't speak. Heal me quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Actually, that Go sounds ahead. like a fun game. We should all should all get together and play that. Maybe bring your friends. Everyone. Yeah. I'll <laughs> do it with the lady. Dedeker's face is horrified. I I'm just oh, okay, but we have germ theory now. Is the thing we have germ oh, theory now. Shoot. We gotta we gotta be careful. Well, people make out with each other, Dedeker. I know. Okay, but Jason saying we should all get together and do this. Well, I mean, you know, stay home if you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird day. I never all thought right. I would be the I would be the like anti group <laughs> sex one. All of a sudden in the conversation, Whoa. it's not it's not Whoa. usually my stance. I'm just talking about... This is just group I'm making out. Fine, group yeah. makeouts. Yeah. Group makeouts. Yeah. It's fine. I don't know. This is a family-friendly show. Yes. I mean, well, Ish. we do read the Bible, which is not very family-friendly. No. I should watch your Bible study show. <laughs> God. Oh, no. Yikes. Oh, no. Yikes. Yikes. Anyways, okay, everyone. Um, next week, more Mark. Uh, I'm going to... I'm sorry. We're, we're at the point where I'm going to ask... How many more episodes? Oh, right. Of course. I have it up because I knew you were going to ask. Oh, good. Well done. We have one, two, three, four, five more marks after. Got it. Five marks. Oh, hi, five marks. Yeah. This is moving at a clip, though. Mm -hmm. There's not going to... Yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be many more of these parable days. So. And yes, it's over. I know that was quick. (laughs) Yeah. This was was a fast one. 
Yeah. It's because the the breakneck pace of Mark, really. I know. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Feels really quick for sure. I love it though. Yeah, I love it too. Is uh Luke Skywalker's quick? Also, is Mark <laughs> no. Hamill gonna be Jesus next time? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, hold on. Two very different questions. Yeah. Okay, I, I can answer your question about Luke. Let's okay. see. Luke is 11 episodes. Okay. And Which is Mark, as many as Matthew? Mark, Mark is eight. just eight. eight yeah. yeah. And then Matthew, also 11. So it'll be the mm-hmm. same length as Matthew. Yeah. And then John, Johnny Boy. So it was like 13 or something. Is only 10. 10. Got it. Okay. But still on the longer side. So Mark is yeah. the shortest of all of them. Can we cast Hayden Christensen as Judas for the book of Luke? Daniel says. And I love as- that. Okay. okay. I right. love that. We'll make mind. a note of it. Yeah, make a make note. A note of it. We're giving him his revival time, his renaissance. Like he Hayden. It. Hayden isn't a renaissance right now. He was on he Ahsoka. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. It's he a perfect in, time to get him. Get him while he's becoming hot again. By the way, we did learn because mm-hmm. Jason and I did re-examine our drunk Bible study, the movie cast list, which by the way, if you're oh. in our in our DBS fans and fellowship Facebook group, that this Google Doc is linked. We should so that post this in can, the Discord as well. Yeah, so anyone can yeah. keep track of the ongoing cast list. And I have found we we have some repeats. Yeah. Unfortunately, like we've already now cast Chris Hemsworth twice. Yeah. But so, I think that's an easy that's fix. That's fine though. No, it's Look. an easy fix because so we cast yeah. him as Samson, which I think is still yeah. great. Like we can't undo that, right? But then we had the Brothers of Thunder which is why we cast him again and also Liam, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm just saying, what if we recast the Brothers of Thunder to be Liam and Luke? So we take the other two Hemsworths. Is that yeah. budget Hemsworth? Yeah. yeah that's budget yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Right, yeah. so we get Liam and Luke, and they're the Brothers of Thunder, because it makes sense, right? They're the Brothers of Thunder, not the Thunder himself, who is Samson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we've cast MC Ganey twice. Yeah, as that's well. Did notice fired. that one. He's so, fired. Two bit parts, though. I'm more inclined. Yeah, to, he can to let that slide. He needs some work. He can, you know. <laughs> right now, yeah, he can have a couple little bone. cameos. Like yeah. it's okay. Yeah, for yeah. the last few years, Dedeker and I have been watching the Highlander series from the '90s, mm. and there is actually a lot of actors who play small roles who then come back a couple seasons yeah. later playing Not a totally yeah, different. The casting directors are a little lazy, I think. Totally different character. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm about. I'm. I'm in the midst of watching Lord of the Rings again. My yearly my yearly watch. Mm. Right, right. And they reuse people in that as well. Like the little girl mm. in uh, The Shire is the little girl in Helm's Deep. Really? She, yes. The, wow. the, yes. The most adorable girl in the world. Because they're, they're children of producers. I mean, she's really cute though. Fine. She's really cute. Fine. So, but she's in like two different movies as two different children. Yeah. Well. It's fine. Okay, kids. Let's okay. let's take this home. Okay, we're leaving. Okay. 
All right. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast or X on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study and send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know